Welcome to the Audit 15 Fund podcast. My goal of this podcast is to bring relevant internal audit topics to the table at least every 15 days. Today, we're going to be talking about non-financial audit. And to talk about that topic, I have the honor to have as my guest, David Hill. David is the Chief Executive Officer at Swap Internal Audit Services. Welcome, David, to the podcast. It's an honor to have you on. Yeah, thanks, John. Thanks for the invite. Pleasure to, to be here. Yeah, absolutely. So we, we chatted a little bit before the episode and I asked, you know, what, what is something that you're passionate about? And you mentioned, you know, I, really non-financial audits because that's something that internal auditors should focus more on. So just general question, why is that? Why should auditors consider non-financial audit? Well, John, I think, you know, in the sector I work, particularly the, the public sector, the, the big ticket risks are often non-financial. Um, so that doesn't mean there are not financial risks because of course there are, but often they're not critical risks. But what we always know is financial scandals always fit the news. That's for sure. That's always the, the headlines. Um, but if you look across various surveys, you know, financial risks are, are generally quite low down. You know, they've moved into climate change, ESG, digital disruption data security, talent management, that's all the other areas, which, you know, if they come to fruition, the risk, then obviously there they are financial impacts, but they're not financial audits per se. Um, and I think, I think the other thing, John, is that, you know, internal audit has changed, you know, internal audit is now in risk-based auditing. So you know, whilst we used to do cyclical audits, mainly financial audits, that's no longer the case. So, um, and the other thing I'd say, John, probably again, in my sector is the financial controls within the public sector are generally working, you know, where failures have occurred, it's more down to things like a lack of scrutiny, the culture, critical leadership, um, rather than necessarily poor financial controls. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It reminded me, I remember I had a conversation with the previous manager in the previous internal audit function. And I'm like, let's quit auditing payroll, you know, let's, you know, quit auditing accounts payable. Let's, let's look at the, the stuff before, you know, the processes before it gets to, you know the financial. So really agree there. And yeah, definitely more risk based. So follow up question there. So I know you have, you know, swap internal audit services, which is, uh, you provide services there in the UK. So for your firm and just in general, you know, what skills or what kind of experience do you think would be beneficial to non financial auditors to have? Think I think there's always an argument for strong analytical and critical thinking skills, you know, be a bit innovative, but for me, it's collaborative. You know, you've got to have excellent communication and personnel skills. So, you know, I've argued for some time, um, and even so, and more relevant now with remote auditing is that ability to build relationships. You know, I think that's number one skill to ensure that you can be that effective audit and also become that trusted advisor. So before the podcast today, I just asked my, uh, my team, the SWAT team, um, you know, some of the, the skills that they want us to bring towards that, you know, what's their people's experience. Um, and you know, I think, you know, John, we have a firefighter and I always talk about being brave as an auditor, what well, he's brave as a firefighter and brave as an auditor. He's got that quality. Um, we have a former pub landlord, um, she's now in our technology and digital team. So, you know. Um, and she's, she's qualified now, which is great, but you know, her, her personal skills come from, from 
her experience behind the bar, you know, dealing with difficult customers, maybe some had a few too many to drink, um, you know, but that serves well when it comes to building relationships. Um, and then I was even more surprised to find that, you know, um, we have two and we did have three archaeologists. Now, you know, they said to me they were really good at gathering evidence, which I thought was quite, quite funny. But then we have, you know, we have some of the background of customer services, reception, office management and admin. And, you know, she said to me that she spent years honing her skills and feels really strong in areas like collaboration, customer engagement, verbal and written skills. So um, all of those skills, she said, they really helped me. They helped me in terms of my auditing career moving forward. And, and, yes. You know, finally, we have a white mix, John. We have a lifeguard. So there we go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you, you know, I, I, I thought you couldn't top it off with the, the archaeologist, but you could. <laughs> you got a lifeguard as well. <laughs> yeah. Really, really good. That's a, the archaeologist, that's the first one. I, I had not heard of, but that's true. You know, looking for evidence. That makes total sense. Makes total sense. There are definitely transferable skills there, right? Yeah, absolutely. To internal yeah. audit. So very true. So thinking about those skills that, you know, you mentioned, you know, building relationships is number one, right? So that's a soft skill. Um, maybe some of the other skills, like you mentioned, you know, the archaeologist looking for evidence. Let's say you, you, you are an audit leader out there, you know, and uh, you, you want your team to have those skills that are, you know, necessary, like you mentioned, build, building relationships and kind of like thinking outside the box a little bit. What would you recommend to those audit leaders on what they can do to better equip their teams? I think it's sometimes all it leaders, and I, I fell into this trap, you know, particularly when we're appointing people, we tend to go through a standard interview process, you know, uh, tick up against a standard person specification, almost like a kind of tick box approach for appointments. You know, and, you know, I, I think particularly at the first introduction, you need to understand how they're connecting with you. You know, I can tell in a very short time that somebody is, is right for SWAT and they have to be, they have to be right for our company moving forward. Um, not just internally, but obviously externally, because we are the externally facing. Um, and we always say that, you know, you can teach someone to audit, but you can't change someone's personality. So there's something in that for us. Um, and we're, we're often prepared to take a punt on somebody who demonstrates, you know, motivation and eagerness to learn. So as it has to be more about an individual that has that capacity to learn. Um, you know, and, and the reality is you don't often get someone walking through the door that can meet everything you want. It just doesn't happen. Well, and I suppose, I suppose it may, may surprise you, but we don't necessarily want someone who has a degree in internal audit. They have to have those customer facing skills. Um, and you know, one of the things we've invested in recently with our, our, our team is if I would mindset training, you know, these are attributes that really matter. So, um, I think they're the key things. It's that, it's that customer relationship building rather than ticking your box in the appointment process. That, that's my take on that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I like what you said there about eager, eagerness to learn. It's, you know, something that Richard Chambers mentioned in one of his books, uh, having intellectual curiosity, you know, just asking questions, right? If, if the person during the interview is not asking questions about the job, is that, you know, are they going to be asking questions when they are on the job? <laughs> really good points there, David. Really appreciate your time here on the podcast. For those who are interested in learning more, more about uh, Swap Internal Audit Services, more about the services that you guys provide, 
what is the best way for them to reach out? Well, I'm, I'm prominent on LinkedIn. Um, you can go to the website, which is www.swapaudit.co.uk. Um, or my email address again is, is, is on LinkedIn, but it's david.hill at swapaudit.co.uk. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks, John. Pleasure to speak to you. 